Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, Single Parent founder Stacy Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Welcome back to the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I'm Daryl Moody, joined by the single advocate, Stacy Poitras. Stacy, say hi to the folks. Hey, everybody. All right, so we're going to do uh, this week's podcast around National Single Parents Day, which if you're not familiar with it, and I wasn't until uh, Stacy informed me of it, it is March 21st. That would be next Sunday. So you've got a little bit of time coming up. Stacy, tell us about Single Parent, uh, single, National Single Parents Day. Where did it come from? Give us kind of the story behind it. So National Single Parent Day started a long time ago. Um, There used to be another organization that existed um, that dealt with solo parents called Parents Without Partners. And Parents Without Partners, you know, was in spotty locations all over the U.S. And they had, um, you know, chapters and they were largely focused on, you know, social social support and um and i guess it was back in 1957 when uh ronald uh says proclamation 5166 was passed by ronald reagan and uh it it totally um began to be a day on our national calendar and so um there is if you go to the national day calendar a really cool article about National Single Parent Day and some suggestions on how to celebrate and and things like that. So I'd welcome anybody to go go to go to that page and take a look at it. So so having started this thing in 1984, uh, talk to me about the progression of, of become you know from being a presidential proclamation and probably not so many people know about it to here we are uh, you know almost 40 years later. What has this become over the last three, four decades or so? Well, you know, when I started Single Parent Advocate, um, honestly, I didn't know we had a day either. And I don't think enough is made of it, Daryl. I think that more single parents don't know about it than do. And it's not something that people really pay enough attention to. And I'd like to change that. And so I've been doing some things at our local chapter in North Texas to help create a custom of doing something on that day, you know, but uh, I wrote a blog recently about things that single families can do to, to celebrate the day. A lot of it involves, you know, having some great one-on-one time with your kids. Um, also, you know, if you're, if you have some free time, you know, just giving yourself a pat on the back and a little TLC, sure, right? Sure. And um, so I don't know, I've got lots of ideas. I'd like so, to hear everybody else's ideas about how to celebrate National Single Parent Day too. And if anybody wants to read the blog, it's available at singleparentadvocate.com slash blog. Uh, it's the, the, not the most recent entry, but the one before that, you actually wrote this on February 25th. Let's talk about some of the things that are in your blog entry here. Uh, some of the ways folks can can mark National Single Parents Day and kind of make the most of it. The first thing that you suggest is to write a letter to your child. What kind of letter uh, is that? Well, I think that sometimes um, when we're 
speeding through life, we're speeding through work-life balance, we're speeding through school, you know, all the different, you know, balls in the air that we have to keep juggling. I don't think that our kids hear from our hearts often, you know, our deep thoughts and our deep wishes for them. And I think taking pause to write them a special note about what it means to be their parent and how important they are, maybe some of the favorite things that you do together that they can hang on to and, um, you know, just communicate and remember how special they are, even though, you know, we're always spread so thin. I guess I, I see your point. You know, we all get caught up in the rigmarole of daily life and you don't really, you and I talked about this before we uh, went on with the show. Uh, as a single parent, you're just so tied up in the minutia of keeping everything going. You don't have the time to really connect that way with your kids. So this is certainly a great opportunity for you to, to as you said, kind of open up your heart and put those thoughts uh, on paper and give them a chance to, to read something that we might not get to talk about as often as we would all like. The other thing you suggest uh, is having a dinner out. Uh, as somebody who loves a good meal, I can certainly appreciate that. But uh, you know, what are some suggestions that you've got for us as far as going taking the kids out for a nice meal? Well, one of the things, of course, during COVID and all the pandemic is, you know, you you um, you have to really think about uh, going out safely first and foremost. You know, social distancing, masks, and everything. One of the favorite going out for me with my son was we would just go to a drive-through, you know, or we would go uh, bike ride or have a picnic or get together with other single families and kind of do a potluck. Um, you know, that was always our, our go-to. Um, and that's, you know, great ideas. But sometimes, you know, especially right now, it's important to also include the, the safety factor. So, you know, make sure it's a safe place that you and the kids or the child will love and, um, you know, break bread together. Well, we've got a, we've got a, a park near our house in, in Orlando that uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lake with at least two miles of, of above ground, kind of a boardwalk type of trail. Uh, and it's got uh, a really nice wooded playground. It's canopy, you know, got the tree canopy and all that. My kids and I, we'll go, we'll go pick up, you know, fast food or we'll go pick up sandwiches or something. And then we'll actually take that to the park, set up at one of the picnic tables there. Uh, that's a great way to have a nice meal out without having to worry about being inside a restaurant where, you know, the virus could be spread and that sort of thing. Uh, I, I'll, I'll admit, you know, we're a little lucky living where we are in Central Florida. We just have so many opportunities and so many places to go outside and, and be uh, in the open air. But that's certainly a good idea. Uh, you talk about setting aside some new time. And, and I think that's going to be a fairly common theme to what we talk about here on the Single Parent Advocate podcast, because taking that time for yourself is so critical. But, but Stacey, give us some examples of some things that we could do uh, on Single Parents Day to kind of treat ourselves? Sleep in, first and foremost, you know, don't set the alarm if you don't have to. Um, certainly, you know, make it a day of, of rest or refreshing, you know, for yourself. One of the things that I've gotten into is, is writing in my grat gratitudes, you know, um, self-care, you know, 
what am I grateful for? And taking some time to just get reacquainted with my own heart and my own thoughts, you know? Um, I know it's so hard to guard time to stay in, stay in touch with your soul, so to speak, you know? And so I definitely think that it would be super important, you know, that if you can give yourself the gift of, of even just thinking for a little bit or even reading. just five minutes yeah. of meditation. I mean, yeah. just, just, just focusing on your breathing for a few minutes. That's one of the things I work with my, uh, my, my therapist about a lot is just, to, you know, for me, it's a struggle to be more mindful or, and, and to be more present in the moment, just because I've got so many different things bouncing around in my head, but yeah, just even taking a few minutes and just focus on that breathing, try and clear your mind of everything else that you've got going on. Uh, there are certainly some benefits to that. Well, and then, you know, like I think sometimes as single family, single single family heads of household, so to speak, we don't often get to do things that we love. Like in my life, what are my hobbies, right? I love to sing. I love to sing torch songs and I love to dance, you know, and, um, you know, some things to do on that day, maybe just to have some time to do something you love that you don't get to do very often, you know, whatever those things are. Do you have hobbies you love to do? Uh, I play golf. I yeah. play golf with my kids. I'll be playing golf tomorrow. Uh, I'm actually kid free. The girls uh, are on spring break and, and this is their year to be with their mom for spring break. So they're, they're down in Sarasota County for this week. So I'm kind of kid free. So I will definitely be doing some some uh, some me time stuff this weekend for sure, uh, mostly yard work. But I do plan on playing <laughs> golf tomorrow for sure. Some people like yard work. I do. I'm one of those people. I am one of those people, man. I would much rather get out and sweat and do it myself. Uh, you know, there's a sense of pride that you take in 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 you know making your yard look good. But uh, for me, I mean, that's you know that's as therapeutic as anything. Just getting out and getting your hands dirty. Well, I think the point is, you know, like whether your your gift to yourself is rest or, you know, thinking and, you know, meditating or whether it's, uh, you know, getting out in the garden. You know, I love to garden. I have my husband told me I have 123 pots. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> he has to bring them in and out whenever the weather gets too, too cold in Texas. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Uh, I would just want everyone to do something they love and take some time to invest in uh, their inside and their outside on this day. Your next suggestion is to give your body some TLC. Uh, you can't necessarily go out and get a mani-pedi, you know, if you've got two little kids that you're watching, like myself, what are some ways that you can, you can do that for, your, for yourself? Well, I, I think all the ladies out there would probably agree, you know, a, a nice hot bath, you know, definitely, you know, if you want to, if you need to get your hair cut or your nails done, you know, definitely that's something to, to prioritize, you know, but, you know, there may be something else, you know, um, I don't know, how do you, how do you do self-care on the single dad side? long walks help. I mean, you know, I'll treat myself to a massage. I'm, I'm certainly not above that. Um, you know, a lot of guys, they, they, they shun getting a pedicure because it's not very masculine to get a pedicure, but you know, I've, I've been accused of having Flintstone feet on more than one occasion. So, you know, my approach toward getting a pedicure is, you know what, I don't mind letting a professional 
who knows what they're doing, clean my feet up. I'm okay with it. Um, I, I usually decline the clear coat that they offer at the end of it. Cause I know, you know, most women get it, get it painted a color. Well, guys, they'll offer you a kind of a clear coat that's straight. I pass on that, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I will absolutely go and get my, get my feet cleaned up or, or get a massage or something like that. Go to a, go to a, uh, one of those old school barbershops, get yourself a hot shave with a hot lather. You know, that's, that's treating yourself for sure. Well, I think too, you know, sometimes uh, I think of, of uh, just, you know, if I need some special lotion or I need, you know, something that I just have been not getting, uh, not using, you know, like I have it, but I'm not using it because sure. I'm not taking the time, you know, so we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Those old too, back but, bombs you keep moving out of the way, yeah. in your vanity, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, or maybe, you know, I love to go to yoga, but I haven't been to yoga class because honestly, it's, it's been, you know, a little going to the gym these days has been a little complicated. And I've been trying to save the money, you know, in it on top of that, you know, be, be not be exposed, but also save the money. So as we think about, you know, the things that we don't do for ourselves, this is the day to do them or at least one or two of them for yourself. And then, you know, the, the outcome of that is as a group, as a culture or part of this culture, we will start making this day important for us. And then in addition to that, our kids will too. And they'll be able to have that if, if they end up uh, along this path in their future. You think about it, four, or one in four kids in the U.S. are being raised in a single parent home. So, you know, I think we need to try to, to make it okay, right? Well, that's a perfect segue into your last suggestion here, and that's getting together with other single parents. Again, that shared experience, uh, there's certainly strength in numbers, and there's support that you can get from other parents that are in that situation. Uh, give us some examples of some ways that we can get together with other single parents and, and Mark today. Well, um, in my background, you know, I had a, a church group, like a it was a co-ed uh, group of single families uh, that we get the kids together and, and um, we would, you know, have all kinds of different outings. And so we would, you know, do something like that. So maybe, you know, go, getting families together and go into a park if the weather allows and having a barbecue of some kind or things like that. You know, I think that there are families that are close. You know, we talked actually last week a little bit about, how um, important it is to have a have a tribe and have a backup and have you know neutral male role model sure. and neutral female model role model so um you know possibly getting together with that person and you know bringing the family in you know and i i don't know i think it looks a lot of different ways for different people you know get a get together um these days is uh really going to be subject to what people are comfortable with and uh, who they're close to physically over the over the, the pandemic and as we kind of come out from under those restrictions so I would sure. just say you know follow your heart don't don't uh, risk anything but get together with with people who really support you on this journey even if it's just a phone call well, to your point about, you know, the, the COVID quarantines and all that stuff, I mean, you know, as a single parent quarantine, I mean, you have to feel isolated. So if there were ever a day 
where you could justify getting together with with you know with friends your tribe as 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 we call it uh this is a certainly a great opportunity to do that it, assuming you're comfortable with it but i think by now uh, you're either comfortable going out in public or you're not. I mean, we've been dealing with this for a year now. You, you're you're pretty much in one camp or the other by now. Um, for me personally, I, as I mentioned, my kids are on spring break with their mother. And because our spring break technically started today, Friday, it's a teacher work day. Uh, she gets them, you know, the entire length of the break. Uh, and this would normally be my weekend. This would be my week where I have the girls five nights instead of two. So I took them back to their mom's house this morning. And they're, uh, as I said, on their way down to grandma and grandpa's. So what we've decided to do, my ex-wife and I, we're going to uh, give the kids something they've been asking for for weeks now. And that's a little separation from each other and some one-on-one -on -one time with mom and dad. So what we're going to do is she'll bring both girls to me Friday night. And then they'll spend Friday night with me. And then on Saturday, I'm going to take my youngest daughter, Claire, back to mom's house. And then she'll spend the night with her mom. Elise, my seven-year-old, will spend the night with me. And then on Sunday, we'll switch. And that'll give each of us another night one-on-one -on -one with our kids. Yeah. And like I said, my, you know, my girls have been asking for that, you know, for weeks because, you know, even, even during the lockdowns when schools were closed and all that, they were together constantly. I mean, I always say that the really, I feel like the only consistency that my two daughters have is one is each other because they're always together. They don't know where they're going to be sleeping one night to the next or who's going to be picking them up from school, but they know they're going to be together. Uh, and, and as we all know, if you, if you were a sibling or have siblings, you know, you're going to fight. So my kids are just itching to get some get some separation from each other and some and some one-on-one -on -one time with mom and dad so we're looking forward to that uh as far as actual sunday uh i will have elise in the morning and claire in the afternoon so i'm not really sure what we'll be doing specifically but uh we will definitely be doing one of these things or probably dinner out yeah it'll be it would be really good to take some time and mention it to them and, you know, one of the things that I didn't put in the article, I have a whole different article. I wrote about it a few years ago, um, but it was about, you know, what heroes the children of single parents really are, you know, because they they're on this journey, too. And, um, you know, they have times when they have extra chores or times when they have extra responsibilities or they have to you know, be part of the prioritization schedules, you know, and decisions that, you know, sometimes we have a spouse, you know, or a different person to make those decisions and priorities. And so our kids, you know, um, really uh, of single parent families get uh, to grow up a little bit faster. And, and I think it's important to thank them on this day for being on this journey with us and remind them how important they are. I think, I think for the longest time, I've kind of framed that as forced to rather than gets to, I feel like my kids <laughs> have been forced to grow up a little faster rather than, than, than being allowed to grow up faster. Cause you know, and I try to tell my kids and we're not quite into adolescence yet, but it's coming. And I, and I, I'm trying to prepare myself as best I can. I try to tell my kids all the time, like, you know, you are going to want to be older. 
you're always going to want to be older. When you're, when you're 11, 12, you want to be a teenager. When you're a teenager, you want to be a young adult. When you're a young adult, you want to be established in your career. So I'm trying to instill in my kids that like, listen, you have a finite amount of time that you can be a child, be a child while you can be a child and enjoy it and make the most of it and, and, and experience it the way you should experience it without thinking constantly about, man, I wish I was older. I want to be older. I want to do what the big kids are doing. Like just be a kid and enjoy it because when it's gone, it's gone. And when you get hit with the cold, hard reality of adulthood, you're going to wish that you could be a kid. Speak for yourself, Daryl. I'm still a kid. <laughs> Says the guy who's going to play golf tomorrow, you know? No, I do. I think uh, one of the, the, the aha moments for me as I uh, started Single Parent Advocate and started really being in the lives of, of families, and that was, in, was and is a privilege, uh, I just watched these young, young hearts really help. You know, they help. They, they are exceptional, you know, and I... I call them my little single, my little heroes. And um, I lean on my kids emotionally way more than I should. And, you know, they give back to me way more than they should be forced to. And, and, and my kids have become such a sense and a source of strength for me that, that, you know, where they weren't three years ago. And uh, yeah, I, I should certainly take the opportunity to thank them for that. So I think National Single Parent Day is a day to honor everybody on the path with you, but don't leave yourself out of that. Do something you love, be with somebody you love. Take some time out for you to gather your thoughts. Like Daryl said, breathe a little bit and make this day special. Because if we don't make it special, Nobody will. It's our day. All right. So I can't believe that it's taken me almost 20 minutes to get this out of you, but I want to talk about what you're doing for National Single Parents Day. And by that, I mean, single parent advocate. You've got a, you've got a special day uh, planned for your little community. Talk to me about what you have planned. So um, for the, the first, so single parent advocate, the, the nonprofit has existed now for 11 years because of COVID, we didn't get to have our 10 year anniversary. And so it's always been my dream to have like a, a single parent symposium or single parent like um, convention of sorts where people could come and we could exchange ideas and resources and build up, build ourselves up, you know, and uh, because that's what National Single Parent sure. Day is all about, right? A day to collaborate. And so uh, what I did was, this is my first toe in the water working toward that, is um, I'm going to host a volunteer celebration where we're gathering together volunteers, donors, and families in the North Texas area. And we are going to have, uh, you know, just a, a volunteer recognition. And then we're going to do um, some food and stuff, educate people on, on what work the charity actually does in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and then turn around and we're gonna bring in an uh, educator who's gonna do a vision board. Because I think 
vision boards, if you don't know what one is, do you know what a vision board is? I am familiar with the concept. <laughs> so I know I avoid vision boarding like the plague. I get writer's block. I just can't, you know, cutting out magazine pictures and writing on, you know, but I'm going to push myself and participate. And especially now as we're heading, you know, they're calling this the great reset, right? And so sure. I want I want to uh, bring that to the volunteers, the donors, and the families as a service. And then um, we also are having a fundraising raffle. We had an artist donate three handcrafted geodes. And uh, so people can go and buy raffle tickets with the opportunity to win. Now, I don't know what a geode is. What's a geode? A geode is like a... It's like a beautiful rock. It's a thin slice of a beautiful rock that's been treated and glazed yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like a beautiful coffee table item. You know, it's got one of them's blue, one of them's purple, and one of them's orange. And they're just okay. beautiful decorator pieces for your home. Yep. And they were handmade by a local artist. So we're really excited to, to do that. And it's our first try at you know, getting down the road to actually having that convention and uh, opportunity for all of us to have a day for ourselves. And the cool thing about this is you don't have to be in North Texas to participate the, in this. You are actually going to do this on Zoom as well. So if people want to uh, get involved from where they are and, and, and collaborate, as you said, how do they do that? So basically what you can do if you want to participate is you can text... S-P-A-V-O-L to 64600, and that will put you in our volunteer um, texting platform, you know? Sure. And then uh, what we'll do is we'll get you to send us your email, and then we'll follow up with an invitation. But the uh, event is also, you know, on, on uh on the website and you know, there's a QR code that can scan you either to the raffle or to the event directly to the landing page. So if you go to singleparentadvocate.org backslash blog, you can see uh, these QR codes and directly link to the event or the raffle. Awesome, awesome, very exciting. Yep. So what's your expectation for the event? I mean, you know, are you going to have any sort of an open discussion where we can where we can kind of, you know, bounce some ideas off of each other? Yeah, you know, since it's our first time and um, I'm hoping a lot of people will join us, I think it'll be uh, a good time, like a get to know you kind of vibe, you know, because for the last 10 years, there's been some really great people involved right, that have come alongside and been feet on the street, helping the organization, you know, uh, become an organization, not just an idea, right, mm -hmm. and so I'm going to be giving those three or four people that are, you know, we want to honor this year uh, certificates and just introducing them and such, and then, you know, because it's our annual meeting, we will be talking about single parent advocate, you know, before, and then kind of vision casting. That's why we're doing vision boards or vision casting for right. the future. And so um, I think it'll be a really good organic time for people to do some Q&A and well, get to know what, what, we've, what we've got. Oh, and I was going to say, because last year's event was canceled and that would have been the 10-year celebration, if you will, 
Uh, do you have any plans on looking back over the last 10 years, maybe highlighting some of the achievements you've had, some of the things you've been able to accomplish with this little single parent advocate project? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't chosen uh, very many different events to highlight more than just the overall uh, miracle that we are 10 year old organization, very few nonprofits really make it this far. And, um, you know, lots of, of them are, are shut down, like even after three years. Sure. So I think, and then hearing the voices of the families, the donors and the volunteers asking them, you know, what they'd like to see, what would be meaningful, presenting our ideas, and then also turning around and uh, spending some quality time uh, just together. Awesome. So again, that's that's uh, the Single Parent Advocates events planned for Saturday, March 20th at 1 p.m. Uh, and again, if you want to uh, find out more about it, you can text SPAVOL, as in Single Parent Advocate Volunteer, or you can text SPA Give, G I V E, SPA Give to 64600, and you'll make sure that they uh, get all the links that they need to, to participate in the day. It's a big day. Yeah, it'll be a nice time, and I hope everybody uh, who can be there will. It'll be really cool. Awesome. That's the good thing about this whole hybrid deal, right? You know, that we've all learned. You know, we have, we really, we can tear down some walls, you know? Oh, for sure. People write all the time. You know, I want to have a single parent advocate near me. I want to have a single parent advocate near me. Will you teach me how to do this? And I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, starting a new business is, is, uh, is not, it hasn't been easy, you know? And uh, we're so grateful for so many people, for all of our sponsors and volunteers and people that came alongside us. And so for our families who are outside of our footprint in Texas, you know, it's, it is an opportunity for us to no longer have that wall, no longer have that big hurdle of, hey, I can't, I, how do I get you to me? We can at least start here. And that's important. Sure. And you said uh, 1 p.m. is when, is when you'll, you'll all be on Zoom. Yes, we're going to be on Zoom. Um, our Zoom host is Dr. Deborah Purge. She is a clinical psychologist, PhD. She's uh, got a professional staff and uh, she's also on our steering committee. She works at an ISD here in the tech in the, in Texas. I have to, I have to keep that kind of generic, but um, she's amazing and funny and creative and she'll be leading the vision board exercise. And so when people register for the event, they'll see all the supply list that is recommended. Mm -hmm. And um, so we'll, put those together. So an hour to create a vision for your future, probably pretty well invested. Somebody told me one time, um, you either plan to fail or fail to plan. And so I'm trying to, is that, did I say that right, Daryl? Plan to fail or fail to plan. Well, if you, play, yeah, if you fail to plan, then you may as well plan to fail. I think yes. is, the, is the way Thank I've you. heard it. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's in the spirit of you know, making some plans, maybe discarding other plans that don't serve us anymore and teaching our kids to do the same. Well, I love it because it's, you know, you plan to look back over the last 10 years, but then you also want to want to have some vision boards and, and, and look toward the future. What are, what are some goals 
that uh, you know we might want to consider a single parent setting for ourselves? Well, I tend to uh, have a philosophy that I've learned over a long, long time is sometimes you need to slow down to speed up. And um, I would say, you know, pick the big rocks in your life. I ha actually, you know, we can talk about this uh, someday if you'd like, Daryl, on another sure. podcast. Um, I have an article that I wrote called Successful Single Parenting. And I talk specifically about what those big rocks can be and go into, you know, what's it like, you know, to dare to dream, you know, a lot of times we're so busy surviving, uh, we quit dreaming and then we teach our kids not to dream and we just teach them to survive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what are your dreams? You know, I teach that we should surround ourselves with positive, productive, and encouraging people. And, you know, what does that look like? How does that, you know, really show up in your life? And if it's not showing up in your life, how can you, how, what's your first step? You know, let's create a, a goal for that, right? Or uh, understanding that, you know, it's not fair or understanding that fairness is subjective. Um, I always say, it's not fair, don't compare trying to embrace ourselves as single families, even though single being a single family in and of itself, there's so many different types of single families, right? So how do we drop the comparison game in our, in our heads so that we can be more healthy and more abundant and more open to what really can be manifested in our lives? I'm gonna be honest, Lisa, that is one of my biggest struggles is just not comparing you know, my life to other people's lives and, and where I am in my journey versus where they are. Because, uh, you know, for me as a, as a, as a guy in his, in his early 40s with two younger kids, you know, I'm seeing people around me in my age making those next steps, buying that second home, you know, preparing to send a kid to college, uh, you know, those, those next big life events. And for me, I really feel like, uh, you know, in the last three years, I've had to hit the reset button and start over. And, you know, while I have to be honest with myself and, and, and appreciate where I am versus where I was, you know, even two years ago, two years ago, I was in an apartment and, he, you know, here we are now, two years later, I've already bought my, my house and, and I'm settled in and that sort of thing. Um, and I was talking to uh, another friend of mine who recently got divorced and is a single parent. And I was just talking about the, just the peace of mind of knowing that we don't really have to go anywhere unless we want to. Whereas when you're in an apartment, you never know what your lease is going to look like, you know, one year to next. And you just don't, you know, you can't really set those roots down the way, um, the way you can in, in, a, in, a, in a home that you own. So uh, that's a real struggle for me is I'm constantly, you know, getting down on myself for where I am in my life versus where other people are. And it's really uh, important, as you said, to, to kind of, you know, just just lose that mentality and just just really, you know, measure yourself and your success and failures against, you know, the circumstances that you've been faced with. And I think that might be a good way to think of it. Yeah, I, the, the, the little saying that floated through my head. I hope I hope everybody takes it right. But success is subjective, meaning 
you make the rules for what success looks like in your life and in your kids' lives, right? And um, of course, as they grow and become adults, they make the rules for themselves. But, you know, be fair to yourself. And, you know, what do they say? Um, make a, an achievable goal. You know, we wanna create winners in our lives and we wanna be one of those winners. And so, you know, just giving yourself goals on a vision board or, you know, in this, this project or any other, giving yourself some goals that are achievable and, you know, patting yourself on the back once you hit there and then make the next goal, next step right or right step next, right? It's just sure. a journey, it's a path and everybody's is different and it's okay. Can you share with us some of your goals for single parent advocate in, in 2021? So I'm super excited because this podcast itself is, uh, you know, big dream of mine. Yeah, and sure. Having, having a podcast for everybody to be a part of and start to really be able to connect across the country. Huge goal and dream. A second, um, during COVID, a second really big goal and dream is to um, continue to grow our education series that we started. We bring professional speakers and trainers directly to single parents on Zoom in a safe environment led by Dr. Deborah Purge. Uh, she is uh, very, very good at making sure that uh, we create a safe environment for people to heal and learn together, including the children. So we are gonna be having a financial, um, a financial breakout on April 24th on Zoom. So families can jump in and, and hear from, um, I think BBVA and PNC Bank are getting behind that, uh, doing some study about taxes and doing some Q&A about things. So she's still working on the programming for that, but that's huge. And then, um, you know, just continuing to really develop our volunteer and donor base. You know, because I was a single parent creating a single parent outreach. I, um, you know, I wasn't a nonprofit professional. So it's sure. a long time to kind of figure out, you know, what do I need to do next? Just like we were talking about the goals personally, it's kind of like the organizations that it's person, right? It's, mm -hmm. And um, we really need to do a better job and want to do a better job uh, serving kind of both sides of the coin, if you will, serving families, but also really creating an environment to engage and, and, and help volunteers and donors feel good about helping families. You can kind of tell I struggle even a little bit because I'm on the learn about it, but I have a, a lot of people leaning in to help me figure that out. And this event that I'm having, or we're having in March, this single parent day is my first time to really take it intentionally and tangibly in that direction. And I'm super grateful for anybody who can go down that path with me. It'll Exciting. Be yeah. Exciting. So uh, just to reset for folks, that's, that's uh, next Saturday, March 20th. And at one o'clock central, is that one o'clock central? You're in Dallas. Yes, it is one o'clock central. One o'clock central, you'll have a Zoom meeting. And for people, if you want to get more information on that, 
You can text either SPAVOL or SPA Give, as in Single Parent Advocate Give, to uh, six four six zero zero, and Stacy, you'll send them the link so they can uh, they can attend that Zoom meeting. Yeah, and they can go online, and there's a couple of QR codes. You can jump in to join us at the event uh, online or in Zoom, and then you can also, hey, you know, check out the raffle, buy some raffle tickets, and tell some friends to buy some raffle tickets. Awesome, exciting. Well, folks, thank you for joining us once again. This has been the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I am your host, Daryl Moody, and Stacy is the Single Parent Advocate. We'll see you folks next week. Bye now.